And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today's show is a continuation of yesterday's show. This is a part B, if you will, and if you missed yesterday's show, you may want to go back to either the podcast or the website, lifestylesunlimited.com, and, and pick it up. But what I'm talking about really is reasons why and, and I say you'll, why you'll never invest in real estate, but really we can say why most people will never invest in real estate. And I'm not talking about people that invest in REITs or, or real estate investment trusts through the stock market or anything like that, or institutional investors or being a part of that. No, I'm talking about boots on the ground, individual, everyday person investing in real estate, whether it's somebody that owns one or two or three or four single family properties. In fact, the majority of real estate investors across the United States are just literally that. They're mom and pop people that happen to own a few rental properties or maybe a small apartment community. They're not the world famous Donald Trumps or, or what have you that have these huge real estate holdings. Are there folks out there, billionaires that do that? Yes, but by far the overwhelming majority of people that do invest in real estate are just everyday people like myself. I'm a guy that made a change and went out and started buying single family properties. Where am I today? Well, I am in, I still own some single family properties, but I pivoted five years ago and began investing in multifamily properties. What is that? That's an apartment community. Did you know that you too could be a part owner of an apartment community? I bet you thought that only corporations or very wealthy people bought apartment communities and not true. There are those of us that will get together and particip participate in a syndication. We often call that a, a deal, a lead deal. And there's different types of those yield play, value play, et cetera, but not to, not to go too deep into the weeds here, but yes, believe it or not. And, and I never knew this 10 years ago. I never knew this, but yeah, we can be, part owners of an apartment community. It's it's very exciting. But again, most people out there will never invest in real estate. There's an assortment of reasons. And if you missed yesterday's show, I, I review four or five of those reasons, and I am going to go through four, five, six, however many. There's, I, I think I came up with 16 when I started writing the show. So obviously, we're not going to get to them all. Now, before I get to that, if this is your first time listening, who is Lifestyles Unlimited? What is Lifestyles Unlimited? Well, we are a real estate educational and mentoring group, and we teach people how to effectively buy their life back. Bottom line, buy your life back. How do you do that? Well, you do it one property at a time, cash flowing real estate, whether that's single family homes or multifamily communities. We don't invest in land. That's speculation. We don't do commercial real estate. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that do it. That's not my forte. I don't know much about it. I'm going to stick with what I know. And also I'm going to stick with what works for me. So I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I'm just doing what I was taught and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. 
So that's essentially Lifestyles Unlimited was founded 32 years ago. All those other when when people find Lifestyles Unlimited, they they at first they're kind of skeptical. Who is Lifestyles Unlimited? What is this? And it's just another one of those real estate investment kind of scheme show, what have you. And we're not that. All those companies that came and went throughout the years, they're gone. We're still here. We have members in all 50 states. We have over 50,000 members across the country. But again, we are a very small, small minority of people that take money and invest it into XYZ, call it whatever investment. There's very few that actually invest in real estate. Why? All the other people, they have an excuse or they have a reason, but ultimately the, the big cloud over everyone's head as far as real estate investing is it goes against the grain of the conventional wisdom world that we were all taught and that we were all raised in and that we're bombarded with day in and day out. What do I mean by that? Well, that's the conventional wisdom world. You're going to go to school. You're going to do what's right. You're going to get good grades. And then when you graduate from high school, you got to have those good grades so that you can get into college. This is just conventional. I'm not telling you this is the way forward. In fact, it's not necessarily the way forward. You go to go to college, and then when you're in college, you beg, borrow, and steal, no matter what you have to do, and you get that degree. Even if you come out of there tens of thousands of dollars in debt, again, it's a disaster, but this is what the conventional wisdom world tells you, that that degree is so important because you're going to make more money when you have that degree. Why do you need to make more money? Because when you go to corporate America, they're going to say, have a seat, and I'll see you later after 40 years of feeding that 401k maybe you can retire. That's the conventional wisdom world. That's what they teach out there. And how is it reinforced? Well, pick up a magazine, flip through it. You're going to see an ad for a uh, Fidelity or a mutual fund management type company, uh, TD Ameritrade. Um, you'll see something along that regard. Watch any sporting event and see who's sponsoring it, right? Who sponsored the U.S. Open? I'm not going to say, but just go take a look at it. So it's all about big money management firms, any sort of golf tournament. It, they're all over it. So billboards, magazines, commercials, uh, the water cooler talk at work. How's your 401k doing? Uh, what are you doing to get ahead? What are you investing in? What kind of funds are you in? It's reinforced over and over and over. And so where I'm going is these people in this conventional wisdom world, when you say, hey, why don't you invest in real estate? They're going to throw out one of these reasons that I'm outlining today. I'm Mike Harrison. If you have any questions about Lifestyles Unlimited, about real estate investing, about how to get started, about the content of today's show, please reach out. I do enjoy getting emails from our listeners. My email address is askmike at luinc.com, askmike at luinc.com, which stands for Lifestyles Unlimited Incorporated. Please send me an email. Now. Today's show is a continuation of yesterday's show, and it's a little different from most of the shows that I do. Most of the shows I do are reasons why you should invest in real estate, why real estate is the safest investment out there, why real estate provides the greatest returns out there, why real estate is the greatest vehicle to create wealth in this country. That's normally my show, but today's show is just these reasons why people won't do it. They get to a certain point and they look at it. And even if they realize what a great investment 
real estate is, they're going to throw out something out there, one or two of these reasons. And you real estate investors that are listening to me now, I'm going to hit on some of those that was your initial roadblock or your hurdle that you overcame. I know some of these were big for me. For you non-real estate investors, for people that haven't purchased that first rental property or invested passively in that multifamily deal, I hope I hit the reason why for you, honestly. I, I hope I hit it and because I want to shine some light on it that really these are not reasons not to do it at all. They're more, I think they're crutches. It's that force field that somebody will throw out and say, Oh, I don't, this is why I don't want to invest in real estate. And let's just hit a big one. I, I hit part of it on yesterday's show. Um, you don't want to borrow money or you've been conditioned not to borrow money. And that's big. It was big for me because when I turned to real estate, I had come out of a period of, um, let's say, financial cognizance that, look, Put money, consumer debt on a credit card is not a good plan. It's it's always going to build up, build up, build up, especially married, three kids. You're just working and grinding every day, trying to get ahead, trying to do better, trying to position yourself for a bright future. Yeah, I agree. Consumer debt is horrific. It's bad. It's out there, um, and you're pushed every day, every from every position, people are hitting you to engage in consumer debt, whether it's the new car or whether it's, you know, new floor, 0% financing. You keep hearing that or X amount of days at a certain percentage rate. Um, they're just literally conditioning, I feel, people in our society, youth, etc., that it's okay to have all this debt, that life is really just debt management. Consumer debt is a millstone around your neck. Now, on the other side of that investment debt, when you bring the bank to a deal to purchase a real estate, a piece of real estate, an asset within real estate, whether it's an apartment community or a house, here's the beautiful thing. I'm participating at 20, 25%, maybe much less than that. The bank is participating at 70 to 80%, maybe a little more if I, if I buy that property and it's got a great equity capture. So I'm in, I'm, I'm partially in the deal, right? My money is partially in the deal, but the bank is mostly in the deal. But here's the, here's, here's the, the, the writing on the wall. The bank doesn't care about the profit of the asset. They just care about the interest owed, the debt on the asset. Here, Harrison, I'm loaning you $100,000 at X amount of percent. When you pay it back, I want you to pay that interest monthly. But when that property is returning four or five hundred dollars a month when it's appreciating at four or five percent a year and it continues to grow and then at the end when i sell that property and i've got tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars the bank doesn't care about the profit the bank is saying hey awesome man good job thanks for paying me on time thanks for paying me my interest our people are happy i know you're happy let's do it again so by leveraging you are getting the full pop of the property. So you're going to have to get out of this conditioned not borrow money or, or save up and pay cash for a rental property. That is lunacy. How many decades is it going to take somebody to save up $200,000, $250,000 to pay cash for a rental property? One, that's ludicrous. 
to its financial kindergarten, and I understand why they have to do it that way. But, hey, we're adults here. You want to get ahead, you need to understand debt management. You need to understand credit management. Be a financial adult, and let's get ahead. I, I had the pleasure of being at a conference um, within the building material distribution world, and this was this was years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, my old life, right? Um, and there was a great economist that was talking to us there. Uh, and, you know, you get the State of the Union, where we're going. And this was prior to me buying a rental property, but it was instrumental in me moving forward on that side of it. And this economist literally said, these were his exact words. He said, if you're not losing sleep over how much you have borrowed, then you have not borrowed enough. And this was in the middle of 2008, 2010. I'm not sure exactly when it was. I know it was during that period when the sky is falling, everything's crashing, everything's coming to an end. Um, the economy was down, people were losing jobs, people were losing houses. And this economy, this economist literally stood in front of us and said, if you are not losing sleep over how much you have borrowed, then you have not borrowed enough. And he's talking about business debt. Now is the time to go get some debt to grow and move forward. And he was exactly right. This was a very highly educated person. Uh, I respect the man. He's great at what he does. And he was 100% correct. I have seven figures of debt, seven figures. I would love it to be eight figures. I cannot borrow enough personally. So you've got to get out, you've got to graduate, and you've got to get out of that. You don't want to borrow money as an excuse not to invest in real estate. Okay, here's one. You're afraid of the market downturn, therefore you will not invest in real estate. Quite frankly, to me, that's somebody that is not educated about how real estate investing works. They're not educated at all. That makes absolutely no sense. When there's a market downturn and houses are being sold at less than say the value of it, this is an asset, okay? So the asset was worth X at one point and now it's down seven, eight, 10% for whatever reason, we buy even more. That's, we do, we do better in the downturns. Adversity creates opportunity. Now, typically we're buying much less than that 10%. It, it, it honestly, at times, it doesn't have much to do with the market, but it has to do with the property needs to be sold for whatever reason within that family or within that owner. Uh, maybe the property is, let's just say, uh, not in the best condition, so we're able to buy it for less than the value. But uh, if you want to call that a downturn, buying less than value, sure. But here's the other side of it. You put a great resident in there, you screen, and guess what happens on the first of each month? That resident pays the rent. So a downturn has nothing to do with the lease. Rent still due on the first. So we're not afraid of market downturns. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll be right back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Not because that's the way it's set up, but because of the knowledge. When put into action, knowledge is power. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we empower you to live the lifestyle of your dreams through passive real estate income 
For over 30 years, our successful members share their knowledge through case studies, classes, and mentoring. Tap into the knowledge. Attend a free workshop online. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Filling in for the great Al Gordon. I'm Mike Harrison. And yes, we're always working on your financial freedom. I appreciate you tuning in today. If you have any questions about Lifestyles Unlimited or real estate investing, please send me an email. My email address is askmike at luinc.com. Askmike at luinc.com. There are four ways to consume the Lifestyles Unlimited real estate investor radio show, the content that we offer, the education that we offer at Lifestyles Unlimited. I'm just going to go through each of those. We have our own YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube, type in Lifestyles Unlimited, you'll find our channel there. ton of information, all kinds of stuff, not just the radio show. You can get lost in it. Naturally, our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, all kinds of information there. There is, you can click on the radio button and you'll find Literally, I think 15 years of this radio show. It's pretty incredible, the content that's on there. I'll give you an easy way to sort that out. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a search bar in the bottom right. Type in whatever it is, cash flow, snowball, taxes, single family properties, any sort of buzzword or in the host name. If you want Dell Walmsley, Mike Harrison, Andy Webb, Al Gordon, you can type, put that name in there and, and you'll find those particular shows that pertain to that topic. But there's a fourth way. Um, you can live stream at the radio station's website. So this is good if you're in an area where maybe your fa favorite radio station, you're just a little bit out of that bandwidth. Well, just put it on the internet and just go through and live stream for that particular radio station. I like to imagine it like this. Let's say you're on a beach in the Caribbean and you know the Lifestyles Unlimited show is about to come on at a certain point in time, and you're just chilling on the beach. you got a great drink, catching some sun, listening to the sound of that awesome surf. Well, go to the website on your smartphone, boom, live stream it, and listen to it live while you're out there looking at some incredible scenery. Today we are continuing a show from yesterday, and it's really reasons why someone will never invest in real estate. There's always a, a reason for them not to. I'll tell you that when I began investing in real estate, my first initial four-way foray into real estate was it was not effective. It was successful in that we made money, but I was winging it. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that there was actual groups of real estate investors and that you can get mentors and that there was a program, there was a method on how to do this. I had no idea, but I knew that I needed to do something different because I, I feel like I had discovered something that could be maximized in order to change our life. And it was a different way than the 401k and the save, 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 and hope you have enough when you're 65 and hope that your body isn't broken. And so I knew I had that. So I found Lifestyles Unlimited and wow, boy, did the game change after that because I learned how to properly invest in real estate and it was like the lights came on and everything is wide open clear but most people just won't do it they just won't do it it's against the conventional wisdom world and so they're kind of predetermined 
not to do it. And there's always a, a reason. One of the reasons is they're afraid of a real estate market downturn. Uh, but the fact is that doesn't bother us because we fixed this property and we put a great resident in the property and we're renting the property and we're keeping the cash flow after we sit, after we pay the principal interest taxes and insurance, the remainder comes to us as real estate investors. And that's, we call that cash flow. So let's say there's a market downturn and all of a sudden the values of real estate start going down. Well, we still have residents in those properties. We don't sell. We don't have to sell. We just keep that resident in there. Now, you naysayers out there are going, well, what if uh, that person moves out and moves on and you can't rent it? Not true. If you have best product, best price, the demand for that property is going to be there. But think about it. What you're saying is backwards, because if there really is indeed a recession, a downturn, what happens? People get laid off. They lose their jobs. And this is bleak, doom and gloom. I'm not saying we're going into this, but I'm just trying to paint a worst case scenario. If people are laid off and they're losing their jobs and the economy is tanking, they're going to have to leave their house. They're going to have to give up their mortgage. They're going to have to sell their house. What do they then become? People need clean, functional housing. They're going to become a renter. Okay, maybe purposely they'd say, hey, this mortgage is too great for me. I'm going to rent a property. We're going to downsize, what have you. So the recession creates more demand for great rental property. If you've got a great property, your demand is going to go up. If you've got something that's just horrible, not fixed in a bad location, hard to get to, yeah, you might struggle. But that's not what we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. That's not effective that's not purchasing an effective piece of property, an effective asset to put a great resident in there. You get a great resident and you have a great property, they're going to they're gonna want to stay, okay? So that eliminates that excuse. Let's go to reason number seven. Reason number seven is someone says, well, I'd invest in real estate, but it will complicate my tax return. <laughs> Come on, are you kidding me? So would you trade a million dollars in annual income for a more complicated tax return? Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. First world problems. So you're saying you would give up tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars, because you can no longer do your 1040 EZ form, and that you're actually going to have to hire a tax professional. Is that what you're saying? Do you think wealthy people have more complicated tax returns or less complicated tax returns. Anybody out there? Raise your hand. Yes, you in the front. Wealthy people have more complicated tax returns. Did my taxes change when I started investing in real estate? Holy cow. Yes, they changed because we're taking advantage of all these fantastic, wonderful rules that they wrote. Not We're not gauging the system or anything. We pay a lot of tax. We pay our fair share. We pay way more property tax than most people out there. I mean, it's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. We pay tax. I'm just saying we follow the rules as they are written, and I need a tax professional to help me do that, okay? So someone that prefers just doing their taxes in 15 minutes with a 1040EZ uh, and sending that in, versus what I have to do, and I've got to track everything that I do, track my expenditures, track the income, and then I hand that over 
to my good friend that does my taxes, and it's a stack of stuff. Really, I don't hand it over. I upload it onto a portal. But you know what I'm saying. There's a lot. Here's your mortgage statement. Here's your interest statement for this property, for that property. Here's your K-1s. You got to get those all in and everything else. Here's the mileage that we that we did. Yes, you're running a business, but the tax incentives to be a real estate owner are incredible. I got money back for last year's taxes. That doesn't happen in any other regard unless you're either making super low income or you're a real estate investor. I've got a friend that made $2 million in real estate one year, and they gave him $28,000 back. Is this a great country or what? So, yes, your tax return is going to get more complicated. The wealthier you get, the more complicated it's going to get. You pay your tax professional. But let me, let me give you a little tidbit of information here. You get to write that off. That is a business expense. You get to write it off. You're spending money to have someone do your taxes properly, to take advantage of the law as it's written, and you get to write it off as a business expense. Beautiful. Let's continue on, and we're going to have to pick this one up on the other side. Here's a big one. People say that they don't want to necessarily have to deal with the rehab and the repairs on the property, and they're saying this in a regard about them Maybe it's inconvenient. Hey, we've got to fix this particular plumbing item or this electrical item, or we've got to paint this wall. And they see it as an inconvenience that they're going to have to go out there themselves, gather the materials and all that. This is fiction, my friends. I'm Mike Harrison. I'd like to invite you to our Wealth and Passive Income Expo and Master's Tour. It'll be in Irving, Texas, February 15th through 18th, 2023. It is a fantastic event. If you have never been to our expo, I invite you to check it out. We have our own website that you can go to for more information. I don't think the passes have gone on sale yet, but check just to make sure that wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. I tell you this, the portion, the master's tour side of it will sell out quickly. And if you've never done the master's tour, you need to do one of those. A, they're a lot of fun. But B, there's a lot of insight that comes with riding on a bus with other passive investors. And there's a couple of lead investors that will be on the bus, a couple of mentors. So they're kind of walking you through the properties as you go. But you get to get out and walk a property, meet the lead, understand how this business was set up, understand the attraction of the business. And it is a business. Um, Understand the condition of the business prior to purchase. Understand where the business is headed now if it's it's probably early in the pert let's say uh it's less than a year since the lead took over that property you'll get to see a lot of hey here's where we were here's kind of where we're going here's where we expect to be here's what a unit looked like prior here's what our our new units look like here's how we're going to improve the value of the property so super insightful really a lot of fun um I loved, I've done the master's tour a couple of times, uh, loved every minute of it. So be sure you check that out, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Today, I'm reviewing reasons why most people will never invest in real estate, okay? There's always some sort of reason. And really, we are, uh, we're the rare people, right? Everyone else is stock market, mutual funds, what have you. Everyone's got their own little thing they do, but very few of us, boots on the ground, actually go out and purchase a rental asset and and provide uh, clean, functional housing for a great person to live in. But one of the reasons is people say, 
well, I don't want to have to, you know, paint and fix up and, and do everything myself. And um, honestly, when I purchased my first rental property, and this was prior to Lifestyles Unlimited, I thought that's how you did it. I thought, hey, when uh, to, to get it cleaned up, that you go over there and you clean it yourself, you sweep it, you make it nice, uh, do everything that you need to do, you do the landscaping, put the mulch in, put flowers in. Again, we're trying to market this property all that. I, I thought that's how it was done. Uh, I learned something, however. I bought that first property in a self-directed IRA, which is a really ineffective way to purchase and own real estate for a lot of reasons. Send me an email if you want to talk about it. That's another show for another day. Um, it's just not the most effective way to do it. It's the only way I knew to do it back when. And one of the primary drivers was because that's where my money was. I didn't have two hundred grand. Uh, laying around outside of an IRA or a 401k that I can go purchase a rental property with. The money was in the IRA, so I had to do the self-directed IRA. But there is a rule. If your property is in a self-directed IRA, you're not allowed to do anything. So you can't go over there and paint. You can't go over there and put mulch on the ground. You can't go over there and mow the yard. There needs to be an official transaction that is tracked where, okay, Here's where I paid uh, XYZ landscape to put flowers and mulch in, and here's the check, and here's my itemized entry. Because, again, you don't own the property. The IRA owns the property, and that is a serious rule with the IRS. If you break that rule, then you're breaking whatever, an IRA, and, and I don't even know what the repercussions were. But I thought I was going to be able to do some of that and save some money which is totally ineffective, not what we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited. But even in the self-directed IRA, no, no, no. You cannot do the work yourself. You cannot hire your brother, your cousin. It needs to be a third party at arm's length. Very serious rule that they have there. So the rehab side of it, to go back, you're not going to do it. It's it's an investment. It's not your home. You use contractors to do everything they need to do. When I purchased my first property, I was driving to the property every other day and looking at it. I uh, had a great GC, and literally at some point, he's like, Mike, you don't need to be here all the time. I'll send you pictures, that sort of thing. By the time I did property number 11 within the Lifestyles model, this is really my 12th uh, property that I purchased, I guess, if you're following my timeline. But it was my 11th one in Lifestyles Unlimited. I visited that property twice. I went the day I closed. Well, I, I visited that property three times. I, obviously, I looked at it before I bought it, and then I went there the day I closed to get the keys and kind of walk it and walk it with my GC. Yeah, here's what we're going to do. Here's what needs to be done. And then I didn't visit that property again for at least another eight or ten weeks until it was finished, ready to go. I'm managing this in the background through email, phone, text, that sort of thing. So we're not doing our own rehab. You're not saving any sort of money. You're you're creating your own economy when you purchase the property, okay? You're purchasing it right. The math makes sense. Uh, the, the projected rent that you're going to rent it for makes sense. Everything makes sense, but you're subbing this out to other people. Again, one of the reasons why we become real estate investors to begin with is we want to buy our time back. We don't want to create a job for ourselves. Now, are there real estate investors that do that that are retired and they like to do the rehab themselves and, and that sort of thing? Great. Good for them. 
It's not like they're juggling two or three jobs and trying to do this at nights and on the weekend. They say to themselves, I enjoy doing it. Here's the items I will handle, and then here's the items I'll hand over to a GC. I'm not saying don't do that. If you're financially free, do whatever you want to do. D- spend your days in a manner that's enjoyable to you. And some some of us are very handy, and we like to do that thing, so by all means. But talking to someone from the outside looking in saying, hey, I don't want to buy real estate because I don't want to have to do the paint, fix the toilets, fix the roof, um, all that good stuff. Get the phone call in the middle of the night. I'm telling you, you don't. You set the property up properly and it's a phone call or an email and everything's handled. Or you even have a property management company and they're dealing with it. And then you just rectify your statement each and every month. Now, here's another reason. And I get this a lot. Some folks out there have, and I'm going to use, I'm going to be nice. They have, quote unquote, financial advisors. And I'm not going to throw out the companies out there, but you know who they are because there's commercials and billboards. Many of you listening to me right now, you're looking up and you're like, yep, that billboard right there, that's a financial advisor company. Let me ask you, whose interest do these, quote unquote, financial advisors have? These are big corporate firms. Do you think that there are certain quotas that these individuals have? Do you think that they, you know, a a restaurant, let's say they have, um, I don't know, they do a a special on Tuesday and they're going to make a bunch of it. They're telling the waiters and waitresses, hey, push the special, push the special. So when you're sitting down at the restaurant and you're about to eat and you're like, hey, what's good today? They're like, look, the chimichanga is incredible. I recommend you get it. That's the special. They're pushing it. So financial advisors do the same thing. Hey, what do you think? Uh, I think these five funds, Steve, are the ones that you really need to invest in. Well, it just so happens behind the scene that those five funds are the ones that are maybe there's a bonus tied into some of these corporate companies. Maybe there's an extra commission structure. You don't know. You're just the guy paying someone who, by the way, is not a millionaire for where you should put your retirement money. It amazes me. So be careful. One, are they millionaires? Two, do they have your best interest in in mind? Probably, well, Probably they are. Many of them are fiduciaries. I'm not saying these are dishonest people, but I am saying that they're going to they're there to make money as well. This is a career for them. They make money on a service. So when we invest in real estate, what do we do? We gain control of our money. We gain control of our wealth. We have direct authority over our dollars. We hire our dollars to go make money for us. Okay, and if you're pulling money out of your quote unquote retirement portfolio to go put it into real estate, of course they're going to say no. Of course they are. Does a bankrupt, when someone goes to a bankruptcy attorney and they go, Do you think I should declare bankruptcy? I don't know how that conversation goes, but I bet more often than not, they're like, Absolutely. We're looking at everything here, sir. And yes, you should declare bankruptcy immediately. I'm just saying people have their own interests, people are great until the moment they're not. So keep that in mind. Continuing on with reasons why most people will never invest in real estate. Well, I I get this one a lot. Mike, I don't understand real estate investing. Okay, that reason holds water. Yes, I say often, you should not do this without an education. Mike Harrison did it without 
understanding real estate investing. All I knew was buy rental property, rent rental property, collect money. And I did that within the self-directed IRA and, and I created a whole nother just, I don't know. There was a lot to manage on my side. There was a lot that I didn't understand. Uh, there was a lot I learned and then so thankful that I found Lifestyles Unlimited and they said, nope. In fact, Dell Walmsley, he told me, he said, sell the house, cash out the IRA, cash out the 401k. And he said it to me just like that on the first day that I met him about five hours into the Financial Freedom Seminar. And it was like a gut punch because he's telling the Money Magazine guy, uh, I used to read The Economist, um, Inc. Magazine. He's telling me here I am. I've been in corporate America for 20 plus years, and this guy immediately, and I'm bragging, hey, I've got a rent house in my IRA. I've got this, I've got that. And he's like, nope, sell the house, cash out the IRA, cash out the 401k. Well, friends, I took his advice, and it made all the difference in the world. My name is Mike Harrison. I want you to understand it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Make it a great day. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.